Hello, I'm Kirstbill the Tea Young, and you're not listening to BBC Radio 4 Desert Island Dicks. Yas, diva, work. You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. We're recording now, though. Oh! Hello, divas. How are we doing? Uh, welcome to Little Diva Energy. I'm Holly Morgan. I'm obsessed with divas. My husband Tom's also here. Coming at you hot from the A and E. Um, yeah, she is. She's straight from the A and E. We'll get into it. Um, first up, um, those who've been following my Twitter will realise that I've been in an altercation with Shore Academy, uh, <laughs> who purport to be uh, purveyors of online digital marketing. Because God knows <laughs> we need it. Oh, lordy. I was like, oh, I should get better at social media. I'll go on a course. Went on a course, they ripped me off. Long story short, divas, follow us on social media. (laughs) Talk about us on social media so I don't have to because I'm bad at it and I got scammed. We also have a Patreon on an unrelated note. (laughs) She's bad at social media and business. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Shore Academy are cunts. Uh, so please try and help us get some of the money back from the scam by <laughs> contributing to our Patreon. Many thanks. You've got lots of different things you can get. Yeah. You can get episodes early. Mm-hmm. You can get bonus episodes mm-hmm. in the form of Diva Film Club. Mm-hmm. There's even for the higher rollers amongst you, there's some merchandise. Merch. Merch. <coughs> Merch obliged. Merch. Um, yeah, so, you know, check it out. You may have noticed at the beginning of this podcast sounded a bit different, didn't it? It did. It did. Did you feel like you were at peace, washed up on your desert isle? Da, 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 da. I can't do the thing. <laughs> I can do the arches. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you very much to the incredible Carolyn Craig, who can do the most incredible impression of Kirsty. Uh, we thought, well, why not? She could do it. Why not? Yeah. She's a div. If you've got a skill, why not? Yeah. So Carolyn Craig, who is a published author, food writer, and editor at large, uh, look her up on the Instagram, which I'll give you the handle of now. She's not. She's Carolyn Craig on on Instagram, but it's spelled Caroline, because you know she's French, baby. Lovely. She's French. I love the term editor at large. Yeah. Because. I'm, as far as I'm aware, in every other context, if you're at large, you're on the run. Yeah. <laughs> From well, the law. I think I've got her title right. She works for Eurostar magazine. Yeah, editor at large yeah. is a... I mean, that might not be her title, but that is a title that editors have. I've never quite queen. understood what it means. I think it means they don't come into the office. <laughs> well, no one does at the moment. I'm a, I'm a podcaster at large. We're everything at large. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm a sleeper at large. Anyway... Dear friend Carolyn was and uh, can do this incredible impression. So I'll be having that. Thank you. Uh, let's start with some feedback from our last episode on Britney. We had some lovely words from from you all. Those of you who are uh, internet savvy and don't need the Shore Academy, no one needs the Shore Academy. <laughs> I'll just uh, spoiler alert that one. If you're not comfortable with working with social media, don't go to the Shore Academy for advice. Don't go to Shore Academy. They'll take your money whether you give it to them or not. <laughs> uh, glorious Richie Quigley has been giving us some lovely shout outs on the old social meds. 
uh, as have our dear friends at the original cast pod as well. Uh, check those out. And yeah, we just loved speaking to Timmy, didn't we? Because I could speak to Tim Murray all day. For the rest of my life. All my life. Talk about, we did go quite, quite in on Justin Timberlake. Yeah. There's obviously some really pent up aggression. Not passive aggression, aggression. Just aggression. Towards uh, Mr. Timberlake, and thinking, rightly so. Yeah, I was thinking about Trousers Nate this week, and I was thinking, like, I feel like John Mayer actually got more slack, not more slack, more um, kickback for his treatment of the Divas. But Divas we, plural? Jen, Jen? Taylor. Did John Mayer go out with Taylor? Yeah, she wrote a whole song. She, I, we're never going back to Ghost about him. Oh, we didn't know that. Yeah. Like, uh, he's, he's left a trail of, of Divas, well, angry Divas. Um, but the, I think, Trouser Snake aggression that we're unleashing is, is righting the wrongs. I think I think he is up there with Mayer. Also, like, his crimes are not exclusive to going out with and then falling out with. No. Like, he's Janet. Scourge. Yeah, he's like, there's just full-on, like, crimes. Crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Lock away the key. Um, yeah, so that that's 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 my thoughts on on that. Actually, oh, I'm not sorry for how hard Tim and I went, and we'll go harder if anything. If anything, if we get the chance again, go right on in. But we won't get the chance again soon <laughs> because uh, just in case you were confused about the format, we did we did explain it at the beginning of yep. the first part, but maybe not in the second part. But that is now our Britney up to 2002 series concluded yes we have not concluded with Brittany, but at some point in the future we can't say when we will have another delightful guest to come on and talk 2002 up until an arbitrary date that we choose yes mm-hmm. based in Brittany's life because because we make the rules we just got to drip feed Brittany. yeah because it's too much in one go yeah we've had two we've we've had 21 years of her yeah that's so, and yeah, and that's a lot of Britney to take in, but we've had 21 years to process it over. Yeah. Trying to give it to you all in three hours. No, no, no. mama. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No. No. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's where we're at. We're um, uh, going to catch you up on our dealings out, apart from uh, with Shore Academy. Uh, Tom cut a bit of his finger off on the weekend. <laughs> um, I didn't bit it off. <laughs> I said cut. Oh, it sounded like you said Tom bit a bit of his finger off. No, he mandolined it off. He was finally cutting some cucumbers and he finally cut a bit of his finger off into said cucumbers. When she says finally, she doesn't mean because I never cut cucumbers. What she means is I got a mandolin for Christmas from yes. Friends of the Pod, Polly and Will. And uh, turns out when you have a brand new slicing device, the mm-hmm. blade is pretty sharp. Sharp as a knife. <laughs> yeah, sharper, I would have said, because it's a mandolin. And um, it comes with a little attachment that you put um, on your finger to which protect you were your finger, using. which I was using on the other stuff. And then you sort of stick it into the veg and use it to slice. But that doesn't work on a cucumber, which has a small end. So I was slicing away going, oh, look, it does work. And Holly went... Careful, that's quite sharp. Oh! And then the next thing we knew... The whole top of my finger was in the bowl with the cucumber. (laughs) And it hasn't stopped bleeding yet. Look, listener, I've taken him in hand. I've given... No, don't do that. (laughs) Sore! I've given him a yogurt. He's having a yogurt to sustain him. He's not currently losing any blood. I've picked up since the yogurt. Yeah, you've been right perky since you've had that yogurt. 
did cascade a load of it down your top. <laughs> the yogurt, not my blood. Yeah, I shouldn't mock your motor skills at this difficult time. Seeing as I'm using my left for everything and I am not a lefty. So, you know, if, if ever there was a cause to donate to our Patreon. Yeah, buy a bit of my finger back. Yeah, I can't. Priceless, gone. Put yes. it in the bin. You did put it in the bin. Put it in the bin. I did do some research on that, by the way. And even though the very nice nurse at the A&E said oh, no. you did the right thing, the internet has largely said you should have put it on ice, put it in a bag and taken it with you. They could have reattached it. <laughs> but instead, Holly put it in the bin. You told me to put it in the bin. No, you asked me if you should and I said I don't see why not. Which is a different thing. I don't know what to have to continue with this. The marriage or the podcast. <laughs> anyway, let's go now to our correspondents who are also married. Let's hope that they're not having a fallout as well. Live on air. <laughs> to Chris's coincidence first, I think, this week. Mixing it up. Mm-hmm. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, guys. Um, sorry, I actually only have a few seconds because I've just reached a particularly tense moment of Below Deck Mediterranean. Basically, one of the guests didn't put on their preference sheet that they hate seafood. So the chef has made this whole seafood thing and now the guests won't eat the seafood and it's really kicking off. And they also didn't come out of their cabin until like 11 at night. So the chef is having to make this whole new course for this woman who says she doesn't like seafood, even though she didn't put it on her preference sheet. And anyway, it's just caused all sorts of chaos. It's very tense, very dramatic. One of the stewards is crying. Anyway, I was listening earlier uh, to your podcast about Britney Spears. I found it really interesting, very informative. Love Tim Murray. He's got some really funny things to say. Anyway, it just reminded me of a time I went on a school trip to northwest France, a beautiful part of the country called Brittany. Brittany. And I just thought, what an interesting coincidence that you would cover Britney Spears, just as I was thinking about the time I went uh, to northwest France to, to visit Brittany. Um, anyway, I've got to go because it looks like this seafood thing is kind of resolving itself. I think he's made, it looks like a pizza. I mean, if you've paid that much money for a luxury cruise on a mega yacht, I'm not sure you really want a pizza. But if you are going to change your preference at the last minute and say that you don't like fish, when you've already said that you like fish, it's kind of what you deserve, really, isn't it? Anyway, see you soon. Take care. Bye. What a coincidence. Well, that is, in fairness, labelled correctly. Yeah. That was a coincidence. That was a coincidence. That was. It was coincidental. Yeah. Let's see what... Rich has got to say this week. So I was going for a run because skinny and I had the pod on and now I'm back having a beer because fat and I thought I'm just going to send a bitch like straight off the bat, straight out of the gate so this is fresh off the listen. Um, I actually don't agree with you. I think for that stage, those three songs, Gimme More, Work Bitch and Hold It Against Me were perfect choices. Not only are they three of the five best Britney songs of all time, but they just have that big stage spectacle about them. I totally agree that there are better Britney songs for drag queens to perform in like a bar or a more intimate setting when it's like chance to show narrative and light and shade but in terms of spectacle excellent um i also think till the world ends as a song could have been the best drag race lip sync of all time it was not but it could have been amazing i do want to throw two more into the mix just while we're talking about other alternatives circus obviously would have been uh, incredible but also break the ice is a curveball i thought of um, my favourite thing this week is when you started talking about madonna and her kid in that school you all started whispering like she could hear you like oh <gasps> Tell me more. Like, I love how scared you are of Madonna. I mean, you absolutely should be, but um, fun nonetheless. Um, Britney acting, yes. Crossroads is the greatest 
thing that's ever happened in the whole world ever. Absolutely true. But also excellent in terms of acting. Brittany and Will and Grace. Like, that cameo is absolutely next level. I love it. I watch it so often on YouTube. Um, Justin, I just, I have to address, because I just think, Justin, you're so fucking welcome that she cheated on you. Not only did you get that awful album out of it, but, like, when they make your movie, that's going to be the the plot. Whereas in Britney's movie, you, you'd be lucky to be in a scene. You know what I mean? Just, ugh. Um, the thing I really want to say this week, though, is, like, thank you so much for contextualising Britney for me, because I've always struggled with, like, Madonna's my favourite artist, Dolly's my favourite diva, Nicky's my favourite lyricist, favourite vocalist, Whitney slash Celine. And I've always been like, why has Britney never really answered any of these questions? Because Britney is truly one of my favourite people on this planet. Why do I do her so dirty? But now I've realised you're right. The greatest pop star of all time. I just really want to thank you for your service on that. What a bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. She's got thoughts on Britney and she wants to share them. She do. She's still mad and she didn't get her on. Yeah. <laughs> I think last week she complained that she just wasn't in the room when we were doing it. She wasn't like, oh, I wish I'd been the guest. She's well aware that she had a chance yeah. and chose Nicki Minaj. Yeah. But, you know, she just wanted to be in the Zoom, just quietly in the corner with the camera turned off. <laughs> Uh, listen, at this point of recording, Chris and Rich have not sent in their contributions, uh, which is why we're not rejoicing in them. Because I'm sure they're brilliant. You in the future know more than we do. You are us knowing about Shore Academy. We are the past thinking that we needed to know about Shore Academy. You don't need to know about Shore Academy. You are the squirrels now, and we are us when we thought the squirrels were cute. Yeah, that's right. That's the Matrix. This is an exercise in time travel. Oh my God. You lucky things. Yeah. And it's free. God, incredible. Time for the Weekend Diva. Weekend Diva! Okay, what's up, Holly? Britney Spears shall have her day in court. Britney has... Newsies! <laughs> Hey, read all about it. Brittany is asked to speak regarding the conservatorship in court. This is Give testimony? Uh, yeah, that's if you want to give it its... She's asked name. to speak. <laughs> I demand a voice. I demand to be heard. Um, she has also... We're getting, some, we're getting some conflicting messages, right? She wants to speak. And she's recently on Instagram called the documentaries. We've got the Framing Britney and the, and the BBC doc. She's called them... Oh, I haven't seen the BBC one. No, she's called them hypocritical. Oh. Which has somewhat put a spanner in the works. Not a real big one, but it's, it's giving the Brit- Free Britney movement pause. <laughs> um, they are saying that potentially she's not in control of the Instagram anymore. <sighs> Um, I don't know. I feel like... There's a difference between saying that they're incorrect and that they shouldn't have been made and that they're lying and saying they're hypocritical, though, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Has she specified exactly what it is about them that is hypocritical? I think it's that they're, you know, they're going in on, on my life and talking about, isn't it dread, dreadful about the p- uh, press interference, but they're still making films about me. Which is exactly what Jamie would say if he was in control of the Instagram. Yeah. But it's also what Brittany would say if she genuinely felt that way. Yeah, I think we just got to let her have her day in court. We've got to hear what she's got to say. So we're putting this on pause until September. Yes. <laughs> no more Brittany chat, a lot of you. Stick it on ice. Zip it up. Unlike Tom's finger. Ave Maria. 
oh, I should have prepared for that more. I was doing a little, little, little ceremony for your bitter finger. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, sure. Okay, I thought it was like the twentieth anniversary of Sound of Music or something. <laughs> no, I was giving you a requiem for your um for your finger. The bit in the bin. Yeah, the bit in the bin that I put in the bin. It's outside now in the bin. Uh, big, big week <laughs> for the mix. Big week. Big week. Huge. Are you talking? Gossip, or are you talking music? This is, I, I think this, uh, we've got just a lot to dissect. Okay. Obviously, first video, as a three, as a three drops, we've got Confetti, the yes. music video. It is, it's a hoot. It's a hoot. It's a bit of fun. Uh, it feels to me yep. very much like a, it's got a real vibe of the shaggy era <laughs> 2000s pop music videos. Oh yeah, comedy videos. Comedy videos in the sense that, like, it's kind of funny. It's also got, like, a weird, like, futuristic vibe to it for, mm-hmm. for no apparent reason. And it has a plot that is unfathomable. Yeah, it didn't make sense. I couldn't... So, so they've got the dolls in it. They've got Bimini, Tace, and Ahura off mm-hmm. of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, Season 2 UK. Uh, they look lovely. Oh, yeah. They do a bit of a skit where Tace gets to say a catchphrase. And Bimini says, like... Don't worry, girls, I'm going to sort it out. And then they wander off and we don't see them again. No, we see them again. They're just watching on CCTV cameras. With oh, right. No okay. discernible objective. Anywho, probably the headline about the video is that the girls are a, a, a trio for the first time. <gasps> because Jesse has left. More on that later. More on that later. Uh, and they're also appearing in drag. <laughs> Which has been the subject of a little bit of controversy. Really? Yes. Now, friend of the pod, Beth Sitek, who is a fantastic drag king, uh, wrote an article where, which we can link to yeah. uh, regarding this about how it feels like Little Mix have got a platform in which they could have actually spotlit some drag kings on the scene and they are instead kind of contributing to that ethos where it's like drag queens are given precedence and drag kings are something slightly funny um which is i think a very interesting point of view especially Mm. as as beth is you know active in the drag king scene uh yeah i'm really interested to hear what people think about that and i I think what they're trying to do is show it's a bit similar to that lady lazy susan sketch it's like Men, in, if if women said the things that men do in clubs, kind of, it's a similar vein. They're kind of heading down. It's like men be like this. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's aimed. I don't think it's meant to be like on drag kings funny and stupid. I don't think. But if that's how it made people feel, then that's not good. Yeah, I think it was drag in the sense of dragging, like they were dragging the men that they know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, they're dragging themselves with some of those outfits. Yeah. In the girl, I mean, what? Why is like, <laughs> okay? Just in terms of the girl looks, mm. Jade has got like a goalkeeper's away strip on, yeah, which I find very weird. <laughs> and then Perry, for some reason, is wearing like ice hockey gloves. Yeah, she like brings her hand up at one point to do a sort of like a, a hand flick or like a, a finger curl, and you just realise she's got these enormous gloves on, <laughs> like she's going out welding. <laughs> Okay. No idea. Fashion. Um, yeah. Um, but also, uh, I noticed that Leanne looks like they've the Irishman Snoop Dogg when she's in drag. <laughs> Reverse aged Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good read, actually. Anyway, uh, 
I quite enjoyed that baffling video, but I'm I'm very very glad much, it's done. I'm glad it's done. <laughs> very much interested in in, in Beth's um, criticism of it. I think it's very very interesting. Uh, I'd also okay. So further news in Little Mix Kingdom, Jesse. It seems yeah. It's there's there's some there's some infighting going on with the girls. There's something going on. Something's going on. Somebody has led us down the garden path, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure who it is. But also, I don't want to get pulled into some tabloid nonsense. Jessie gave an interview to Cosmo, and she is doing music again. And I think some eyebrows have been raised that it's. And apparently, she said that she doesn't want anything to do with the girls because she, I don't know. She doesn't want anything to do with the girls. Uh, who can tell? There are rumours. Smoke famously exists without fire, so it might be fine. Cigarettes. Yep. Vapes. Yep. No fire in a vape. Absolutely. There you go. No fire in dry ice. It just looks great. True. Um, and then obviously we have the other news, which is that Leanne is pregnant. Yeah. And not just Leanne, Perry's pregnant. Pezza. P-Dog. I mean... Those of you that had tickets for the tour, I hope you really like Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, they do. Yeah. Is, is Jade going to emerge? As a solo star, because she's the only one that's not <laughs> on the dance. <laughs> like, it's also like, judging by the size of their bumps, Leanne and Perry are exactly the same pregnant. <laughs> like, but they just announced at different times. They announced it like a couple of days apart. Yeah, I saw Leanne's on the front of the newspaper today. It was like, whoa. She's quite far along, considering yeah. this is an announcement. So is Perry, yeah. They look about five months. I meant Perry, sorry, not Leanne. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Little Mix. Yeah, congrats to two of you. Yeah, absolutely. Jade, um, keep on plugging away. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, great. You're bringing the stats down. Lovely. Yeah. Hey, there's a population problem, Jade. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing God's work. <laughs> I live for Jade. Oh, she's so great. So I think that wraps up Little Mix Corner. Jade as well, potentially the most, um, uh, what do you reckon, like the most naturally funny one? Yeah. On the search, she's the one that they seem to think was like, she's the gay girl, isn't she? She's the one that does all the voices and stuff. And yeah. All the sort of jokes seem to revolve around her. I just thought... Well, it was Jesse that used to do the voices, wasn't it? Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Jesse's famous command of accents. Belinda. <laughs> Belinda. Uh... So that's that. That concludes little bit. Can we do that on. again now? And it's not bullying anymore. Well, is it bullying? I don't know. Probably is it is. bullying anymore? Well, she always says, "Look, I wasn't saying that was a Jamaican accent. That's just something we say in the mix when we like get." Which is not true. <laughs> but also, I've never thought a bit about it as doing a Jamaican like her thinking that's what a Jamaican accent. That's I the way she it's just, edited together. I but, just thought she tried and then like did that thing where you sort of you start and you go strong but wrong. Yeah. Like starting. Like, you know, if you go to do an impression of someone yeah, and you're just like, you go straight in at a belt yeah, 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 and you've got it completely wrong and you immediately pull back. Yeah. It's like that. She's just gone like loud and proud with an attempt to Jamaican accent, realised within nanoseconds that she's got it all wrong <laughs> and pulls it back, like chokes it back immediately because she's absolutely aware that that is not what a Jamaican accent sounds like. Well, according to Jesse, no, that was not the case. Well, I don't believe her. And frankly, this is the same woman that told me that she wanted a break from stardom and is now making music again. So I'm sorry. Tom? I just feel really hurt. <laughs> it's about your finger, isn't it? This is about my finger. Yeah. Anyway... Moving on from the mix. <laughs> Any more thoughts on the mix or should we move no, on? I'm pissed off now. Why? Because you, you... 
your ruined digit. <laughs> My ruined digit. <laughs> We've got a gig this weekend where Tom will be playing the guitar. <laughs> Let's find out how that goes. <laughs> mm, this next song is called <laughs> Supposed to be Shallow. <sighs> Shaloo. <laughs> Shallow, unlike the bucket, which is the, <laughs> below me to catch my blood as I strum. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Um, this is not you. You're playing the piano. This is my strumming hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So other Weekend Even news. Unfortunately, uh, we lost Nick Kamen, who had a hit with Each Time You Break My Heart, which was co-written by none other than Madonna Louise Ciccone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only 52, isn't he? Yeah, he was really young. Bless him. Uh, yeah, she co-wrote that song. She's on it. She's in, she does the BVs. And it was a leftover from True Blue. That's why it sounds like that. It sounds like Oh, it. cool. Yeah, so she, she wrote it for True Blue. It didn't fit on the album. She gave it to Nick Kamen, who was a, a Levi's model. Mm. Um, yeah, very sad. Very young. Yeah, really young. And a lot of the 80s greats have come out and said what a lovely person he was, like Duran Duran and Boy George. And, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so very sad. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. In other 80s news... Lindsay Hately, <laughs> the original Carrie, which you will know from our sister podcast, Out for Blood, will be returning to London's West End Theatre to reprise her role of the narrator, which she originated in Android Webber's god-awful musical, Joseph <laughs> and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Now, if you can get through Joseph, it's worth it to hear those pipes. If not, just find Carrie on youtube <laughs> yeah. and watch that i mean Lindsay, you are gonna smash it i i really want to support her but i don't think i can watch joseph this <laughs> is for children no, i don't think i can watch. it's for children then why is there an extended bizarro sequence with potiphar's wife trying to get all up on him in a in a jail cell hmm. it's almost like tories don't understand <laughs> culture yeah well we've all seen jesus christ superstar yeah what a weird vein he tapped into yeah um so yeah all over the place frankly all over the shop Uh, rock musicals (laughs) but Lindsay, looking stunning in the publicity profile oh yeah as well oh Oh. looking absolutely oh my god i couldn't believe it oh she's gonna slay she looks incredible like if you yeah check them out they should be on our twitter yeah somewhere at diva energy yeah. Have a look. Uh, and is Jason back? That's right, isn't it? I think he's playing... He's playing Joseph, isn't he? For like... Surely not. Oh, maybe it's... She's older was... than time now. But she was originally in it. I think, I think she's playing Potiphar. I saw Jason Donovan and Philip Schofield. Together? No, they, I saw it <laughs> twice in that run. Apparently, I was really into Angela Weber as a child. <laughs> you turned that ship around, didn't you? Ooh, absolutely. Way back in the port. Hello. All aboard. <laughs> Welcome Good back. Good time. I wish I'd never left. <laughs> yeah, dreadful. Uh, yeah, Lindsay will be doing um, shows when Lexi Burke will not be. Living bitch. Lexi Burke. <laughs> we have no proof that Lexi Burke is a living bitch. I know it. Um, in fact, we have all the proof that she's a lovely woman. I have loads of proof. I actually have more proof than the other. Exactly. I think it would be interesting to see if actually Lindsay's performances are busier than Lexi Burke's. Hmm. If everyone who listened to Out for Blood goes to see <sighs> Lindsay at the Palladium, she'll sell it out. It's big, it's big room, it's big barn, she'll sell it out. I wouldn't wish that on anyone, not even Lexi Burke living bitch. <laughs> and then, sadly... To wrap up the weekend, Diva, with some more sad news, the Cock Destroyers have disbanded. Ugh. 
devastated. Yeah. Um, going been, the separate ways. Tributes have been pouring in. Yeah. All over Twitter. Mm-hmm. Devoed. Yeah. It's a sad day. I think one we knew probably would arrive sooner or later. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> when someone told me originally, I said, uh, my first reaction was to say, well, it's probably because they didn't get the Eurovision gig again. And then I realised that was the Frock Destroyers. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, foiled by puns. Yes, every time. <laughs> Damn you, language! <laughs> How do you have so many incarnations? <laughs> I'm glad you didn't damage your shaking fist. <laughs> no, my shaking fist, still, shaking fist is still alive and well. Yeah, absolutely. All five digits on the shaking fist, strum in hand, <laughs> not so much. Absolutely fucked. <laughs> absolutely decimated. <laughs> like I locked it in a fire door. <laughs> Full of knives. <laughs> Patreon. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that concludes the week in Diva. Hooray! Now we come to our nominations for Diva of the Week. And mine this week. You pause like there's a jingle. There is no jingle for this bit. Diva of the week. We've got a brand new jingle, folks. <laughs> Diva of the week. Uh, I would like to nominate Lindsay Hately. Isn't Lindsay Hately the, your diva every week? Yeah. In your heart. Always. Well, it's Madonna, but then Lindsay. Would your <laughs> list of divas go Madonna, number one, Lindsay Hately, number two? Can you imagine Madonna playing um, Carrie's mum? Hey, where's the Madonna musical? That's what we want to know. Well, it's not Desperately Seeking Susan. What you might... Uh, no, I... Despite what you might think. I'd love to see a Madonna musical. Evita obviously doesn't count. Well, no, because it's not Madonna songs. No, it's just got Madonna in it. And also, it's not even the best of Evita. The palm was much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I want to see Madonna play, play Margaret White Me too Her final battle with Christianity comes And she comes takes on the role of Carrie's mum She would see it that way as well yeah, I do feel a little bit like she's been playing the role of Margaret White most of her life And I will finally give my Carrie opposite Madonna God that would be a strange show <laughs> That would be my dreams <laughs> That's not my name. Madonna enters. I would love at this point to be able to play a clip <laughs> of something approximating. Uh, what's the song called? An Eve Was Weak. An Eve Was Weak <laughs> with Madonna. But I don't think we'll ever get that. God, you could sample that bit from the beginning of Like a Prayer. And God, maybe he from Adam's were even he was weak. Anyway, this probably shouldn't make it into the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Tom, who's your diva of the week? My diva of the week is Anita Wiglet from Down Under, from New Zealand specifically. She's, yes, she she's is. A Kiwi queen, Lovely, right? good choice. Thank you. Why have you chosen her? I chose her because she played the queen in Drag Race Down Under this week, and she was the only person that did a half decent job on an absolute shite show of a oh, snatch game. Oh my God. God, wading through treacle. Uh, also, like, why? I don't understand. I, I know why they do it, because it's a game. It's like sports, so we have to be able to see all the performances to judge mm-hmm. who's going to go home and who's not. But I do sometimes wish, wish with Snatch Game that they would just edit it so they only showed us the good bits. So we just got to yeah. watch basically, like, our greatest hits from that yeah. from that shoot. Mm-hmm. 
instead of having freaking like having to watch the oh, watch God. them drowning yeah, yeah. Watch them, like, not waving no the one that went out what was it she said that made me scream <laughs> <laughs> and the producer was like you, you still got to go on the program that means nothing <laughs> you know you haven't got the venom that means nothing <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so extreme I mean, look, maybe a big, big there's 30, 30K on the table. So, you know, that's a lot of money. And also she'd probably given up a lot of work to be there and bolstered her, you know, reputation on being on it and going out second is a bit, you know, shit. Yeah. But that means nothing. That means nothing. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Incredible scenes. Absolutely brilliant. I'm changing, in that case, I'm changing my... My diva of the week is Art Simone. That's much more diva, that is. That's much more diva than just playing the Queen and absolutely dragging the royal family. Oh my God. I can't believe the BBC allowed it on. Yeah. I cannot believe the BBC. After after the way that they carried on after the Duke of Edinburgh died, (laughs) I cannot believe it. It's like they were making it up to all those people that complained about the water coverage. I just like to think that there was some lovely intern in the office who was like, yeah, just be fine. I think just probably the people that don't matter aren't watching. Yeah, they're not watching BBC Three, are they? Well, well, they're just not watching Drag Race. So mm. basically, like all the twats that like would would complain. Yeah. So basically, I think there's either someone at the top who's either watched it and gone, well, to be honest, the dickheads that are complaining about that aren't watching Drag Race anyway. Yeah. They're not just going to hate watch it until they get to the end and find out that they were horrible about the Queen. <laughs> and also, either that or like you like you said, there is someone that deals in that department and they're like, I'm just not going to tell anyone. Just going to pop this on. Just going to pop this up online. Just. Did, she, did that drag queen just call Prince Andrew? Shh, yeah, yeah no just shush, my bed on. Just upload it now. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Yeah, lovely nominations. And now I shall reveal who we'll be doing as our next subject. Bum, bum, bum. A first Wait, for that's us. evil. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Lovely. Uh, a first for us. We're straying into the world of art. Art. Art, Simone. <laughs> Straying into the world of art, Simone. We're gonna that means nothing. That means nothing. And on the contrary, they mean a lot. We'll be studying the studying fa- <laughs> class. Uh, the face that launched a thousand tea towels, Frida Kahlo. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, obsessed with this. Um, didn't know much about her. Did some lovely research. Who do you think does know a lot about Frida Kahlo? Tom Is Watts? it? Delightful comedian, clown, improviser, and all-round wondrous human being, Ryan Lane. Yes, it is! Oh, my Gideon! Yes, we've got a lovely Ryan Lane coming to talk to us about all things Frida Kahlo, which will be out next week in your feeds. And if you can't get enough of us, you might want to think about subscribing to our Patreon, which I've hardly mentioned this episode, in which case you can get extra content. For instance, you will get our exclusive thoughts on Mad Max <laughs> this month because was part of Diva Film Club uh, you will get early access to episodes you'll get our past episodes of Diva Film Club you could hear our thoughts on Hairspray for instance that, hmm. um, which we very much enjoyed watching uh, you can follow us on all the channels you know where to find us please find us and take care avoid Shore Academy and uh, we love you very much fuck squirrels that means nothing. <laughs> Bye. Bye.